Super Dope. Super Dope. Welcome in to Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. Thank you for checking this out. This is... Brandon. Yo, Brandon. Special... What up? Special quarantine edition, baby. It is. You getting a little stir crazy? I am not. Well, I had a book that was shipped on the 23rd that may get here tomorrow, so I'm a little bit anxious for that, but other than that, smooth sailing. I just... uh downloaded Kakarot on PS4. Oh, what'd you um, think? So that, that took up a good portion of my day. Waiting today. for it to download or actually playing it? Playing it. All playing right, cool, it. cool. Um, it downloaded all good and fine yesterday. And then today was like the first kind of in-depth, um, you know, um, the Saiyans just landed. All right. So Have you fought um, Nappa yet? No, uh, that should be as soon as I get on tomorrow. Take your time, like go out, yeah. level up, explore. Yeah. Like that's the parts that I find fun in that game. Not that it's, I've had very much time to play it. It, it. Hear me out, especially with like the little book you get that you write in. It reminds me of a, like a Pokemon kind of game. But instead of catching um, Pokemon, you're, you know, collecting those little Z-balls and you're like, you know, yeah. getting experience points by fighting getting the enemy. friend emblems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soul, soul emblems. Soul or emblems. Excuse me. Soul emblems yeah. of your friends' faces. I, I kind of haven't figured out the full mo of this game yet, but I, yeah. I like it. This game tries to be a lot of things to a lot of people, but uh, it is. Please tell me it does go beyond the Saiyan saga, though. Yeah, it's all of Dragon I, Ball Z. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Wicked, because. Yeah. I'm still at the point right now where I've beaten Vegeta and uh, yeah. I'm Gohan currently getting ready to go to planet Namek. I have not hit the checkpoint to like initiate the ship launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was leveling up. But also I've played it maybe four times since I purchased it. By the way, I purchased yeah. it the day it came out. That's how busy my life's been. Shout out Minivan Dan. Uh, Security Dan has just been yelling at me about this game constantly, so I'm sure that he's very happy that you're playing it. Yeah, now. maybe he'll start to yell at you sale. about it. It was it was a, a whim purchase, um, but after you and I got talking about the manga and stuff, I downloaded Shonen Jump and Kakarot at the same time. Hell yeah, and that's what we're here to and talk about today: latest manga chapter for Dragon Ball Super, chapter fifty-eight. Yeah. Uh, interesting, except not super interesting. I mean, there's a lot to dive into there. But my question for you before we do get to the manga is, yeah, why Kakarot and not fighters? Um, because you had tipped me off that it was more of a kind of RPG, that it was kind of um, mostly a offline game. So I was looking for something that's going to hold my attention beyond the kind of initial limitations of, say, five or six stages. So, like, I'm coming off of um, Call of Duty World War II, Battlefield V, where they're pretty lengthy missions, but especially with Battlefield V, once you finish those four or five missions, that's pretty much as far as you can go unless you go online. It's mostly an online-built game. And I'm too much of a cheapskate and too lazy to get online. Um, I don't play enough to, you know, to take advantage of it. 
Well, so you almost hit it for me just there, just now. Is yeah, I don't take the game seriously enough to warrant playing online, especially with not so much Kakarot. Obviously, it's not a game you play online, but yeah, yeah, yeah. with fighters specifically, what turned me off about that game. And I guess they've like entirely retooled it. I have not played it. I tried to pop it into my Xbox the other day. Yeah, disc yeah. burn. The disc won't read anymore. Yeah, Jesus. my Xbox still reads pretty much any other disc, no problem. Just not that Just one. Just not that one. So damn. Um, I haven't gotten to check it out. I think I I might bite the bullet and download it, but it's still like really expensive on the uh the Xbox. Yeah. Store. Yeah. That whole idea of like I don't care enough about it like on a serious basis to play it online. And when I'd fight kids online, they'd be like, You need to learn how to play. Either because yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh got my ass whooped or yeah. um I beat them in a in a fashion that they'd consider cheap. Yeah. And they'd get Oh, pissed enough to message me and be like, you fucking suck, asshole. I'm like, dude. Jesus. I'm so terrible. And I'm suck so bad. Why couldn't you beat me, dickface? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck out of here. You're just mad because yeah. I wouldn't let you land a fucking infinite combo. And that's what so much of what Dragon Ball Fighters was to me initially. And I hated it. And it's See, been a long time since I tried to play it. Like, I, I, I think I just get frustrated just mashing all the buttons and trying. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, whereas you piqued my interest with Kakarot being more of an RPG, and and I, I kind of dig it. It's it's a lot more mellow. It's kind of a a cool explore the world kind of thing. And you get kind of um, rewarded for exploring the game. That I feel, yeah. too, like there's, I mean, a big selling point to this game, and I don't know how much of a selling point it actually is because whatever, but... Yeah. Akira Toriyama helped to like write additional backstories and like kind yeah. of additional pieces of continuity or like this is what this character, this is what Launch was up to while this was going on in the Saiyan saga. Like, yeah. Toriyama yeah. had a hand in that. So that's really interesting. It's not from like a canon perspective, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's canon because Toriyama. Fuck out of here. Who cares? Yeah. But it's it's still interesting that that's kind of like in my opinion, the best of rewards for exploring in that game is seeing those little additional cool stories and oh, sure. little what if scenarios, you know, that's like, kind of where the fun Like I already ran into Nam. That was cool. Nam. Um, and like Vietnam. I like it cause it's chill. It's not, you know, your kind of similar style fighting game. It's, it's something a lot different. It's like I said, it's a kind of like an exploratory Pokemon kind of game where like, you gain experience as you go along and you know, well, if I really want to give the the bad guy or the boss fight a good whooping, I'm going to have to build up my experience first. So it kind of, you know, it makes you go after everything. Yeah. Um, definitely so. makes you uh, have to understand like many different like systems within the game to be able to successfully play it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the thing. I'm still trying to learn what everything means. And when I go back to try to play it, I'm sure I'll have to relearn the things that yeah. I had learned and then learn yeah. the things that I didn't actually learn yet. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's fun. And, you know, I love playing Battlefront 2 every day or whatever. But after a while, you kind of start, you know, the, the missions or the, the limited arcade for one player kind of gets to be the same, you know. So this is something a little bit different. Very true. So let's, uh, we did get a voicemail in, uh, very relevant to our subject today. So I sure. wanted to make sure that we, uh, played that for the people first. Uh, let's take a listen. Hey, what's up guys? This is Mac from, from Texas. Um, 
things aren't too crazy around here yet. Um, I'm, I'm in small town Texas, so nobody's been quarantined in our area. Um, we've got the strict restrictions, you know, um, no gatherings of more than 10 and so on. Um, but the reason why I called was I want to know your thoughts on the, uh, the new chapter of the Dragon Ball Super manga. Um, Goku shows up just in the nick of time, like he always does. Um, and he, at the end, by the end of it, uh, he um, accesses the, that base form of Ultra Instinct um, just like that uh, out of nowhere. But Vegeta is still nowhere to be found. Do you think Goku is going to take out Moro? Or do you think that, uh, that Vegeta is going to show up and, and our boy is finally going to get the glory? Um, let me know what you think. I'll be listening. I love the show, guys. Uh, thanks so much for all you do. Stay awesome. Stay safe. Don't forget to wash your hands. Peace. All right. So first of all, thank you, Mac, for giving us a call. If you want to give us a call, 401-213-9596. What I like about Mac's voicemail is a couple things. Um, a, quarantine stuff. Uh, with, I think it's it's worth noting that Mac's uh, voicemail is not recent. So we're sitting here today on Friday, April the 3rd, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Mac's voicemail is from March the 26th. It's been a bit since we've done um, a, a Dragon Ball uh, episode. I've been wanting to do this manga podcast for a fucking minute. It's just quarantine life, man. Um, so given that there has been some time since, what's that, like five, eight, eight days since Mac gave us a call? I hope, yeah. Mac, that you're currently experiencing some level of lockdown stuff. I know that some of our uh, southern states uh, have been slow to react. I'm looking at you, fucking Georgia, you crazy sons of bitches. The governor of Georgia, I mean, not to get political on your ass, but it's questionable that he should even be the governor. Like you can make a case that Stacey Abrams should be in that office right now. But then the audacity of that dude to be like, we didn't know about uh, asymptomatic transmission until yesterday. Motherfucker. The CDC is in the state of Georgia. Give me some more Republican talking points. You stupid dick. All right. That's all I'll say about that. Anyway, hope everything is well with you now, Mac in Texas. I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. Um, it's a little crazy, man. Looking at New York, looking at New Jersey, looking at um other parts of the country. I was looking at, I'm real worried to see what happens to Florida. I hope all my friends in Florida I know that we have a strong listener base in Florida. Hope y'all in Florida are staying safe. Stay safe, Florida. Um, so that being said, I do want to jump it in the manga, uh, and the super chapter. Um, quarantine life is pretty much going okay, I think, for us. I mean, I'm still employed. I'm not really sure what Brandon's situation is. I don't know how much you may or may not want to talk about it. So far, I'm employed. Um, I have to take care of something at work on Monday, but yeah, that's that's where I am right now. Yeah, uh, my so, second job, I'm unemployed, so I can't really collect job, that because at the mansions. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're both still lucky at this point. I don't know if. I don't know. My job feels kind of pointless to be completely honest with you. Like my job felt pointless before this thing. So now that yeah. it's happening, my job feels doubly pointless. 
Um, but also I've lost, this is literally the worst time for me to have this happen in terms of my musician business and all that work. Uh, gig, gig number three is lost tomorrow. Yeah. I stopped counting. I got to yeah. seven and I stopped counting. Yeah. That's probably smart. Yeah. I lost seven gigs in the course of two weeks or like 10 days or something like that. Like it literally like the most concentrated number of gigs I have. Cause it's, it's fucking St. Patrick's day week. Yeah, 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 I was booked the Saturday before. I was booked the Saturday and Friday after. I was booked the Tuesday. I was booked the like, ugh. yeah. So, um, outside of that stuff, I realized that that's like very surface level stuff and whatever. So, yeah. come lost, whatever. Uh, I just want. Uh, I hope everybody is out there being healthy and and being smart and being safe yeah being safe man but all right it's all a long way to get around to max final thing brandon you just downloaded Yo. the uh the shonen jump app and you've been yeah. reading the dragon ball uh at least this moral arc which yeah i asked you i'm like oh you went all the way back to the first moral chapter when was yep. that that was december 20th of 2018 and like when you told me the date, I like remembered recording the podcast vaguely where I was and how I felt immediately after. It's such an awkward chapter because the first half of it is just the wrap up of the tournament of power, and it yeah, ends very and like suddenly. A quick scene of Broly. Yeah, they allude to it. it. They allude yeah. to it, and then it's just like, meh. All right, now this moral thing's happening. Yeah. So we know that it's post Broly. But yeah. Um, as an arc. Yeah. Now that you, I mean, you have it. As more, I mean, you didn't get to revisit a couple of the chapters, but I'm missing 50 through 55. Yeah. All right. So a decent chunk in there, but you're uh, recent on the most three, and now you've got a good basis at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, I know the beginning and the bridge. So, yeah. Tell me so. what you think, man. What do you, what do you like? What do you enjoy? What's the, what's the deal? I'm, what's, what's brand I'm really review? interested in this uh, arc. I think it's kind of something you know, recycled, you know, cell and boo could absorb people's energy, whatnot. But like he Moro's so much more sinister. And, you know, there's a lot of Jocko action. I like Jocko. He's a great character. Um, yeah, Jocko is very central to this entire art. Yeah, he's he really matters. So that's pretty cool. Um so and I really like that new Namek's, you know, kind of involved in it too. You know, that's not something that we talk about very much since the creation of it it's mentioned every now and then so it's pretty cool that they bring that back um so you know i i'm interested to see where it goes i'm lucky that i have 15 or so chapters to go through as opposed to you know everyone who's been reading it up to the minute where you have to wait a month after you read yeah. 16 20 pages i almost wish that i had the luxury not the luxury obviously i could have waited if i'd chosen to but yeah for me, it's like the second a translation drops on the 20th, I read yeah. it immediately. No matter what I'm yeah, doing, pretty much, exactly. I read it immediately because I'm a fucking Dragon Ball junkie since I was and, five and years old. It's like Christmas. Now you have to wait a whole nother month before the next one comes out. Yeah, but like in the interim, I often forget a lot of the finer details of, of respective chapters. So like yesterday That's before we had fun. our... Uh, We'll call it a test podcast. If you want to know yeah. what I mean, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope and check that out. Uh, it's a good hour of me and Brandon. Well, it's it's mostly just me dissolving into a, a panic, uh, a cabin fever-ish kind of panic, uh, and Brandon helping talk me through that. But also just us yeah. touching about 
politics, general life stuff, work stuff. It's uh, we, we actually do game plan a significant amount of stuff for the podcast and super dope coming up in the future months. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Yeah. Um, want to thank our current patrons, Brian Heber, Brian Meltiori, Bridget Myers, Caleb, uh, Minnie Van Dan, uh, Lil Baby Jiren, a.k.a. also Dan, David Cheers, Jacob Perez, Kelly, Reese Andriotis, and the legend grows, Timmy Jones. <laughs> That's our current patron list if you want to get added and start getting shout-outs on the regular and, you know, start hanging out, maybe, via social distancing, via uh, digital platforms like Patreon or Twitch and or whatever. Go check out the Patreon. So, it's all a long way to say. Um, I forget a lot of the finer details, but yesterday I read 57 and 58. Yeah. And I kind of wish I had the time to go back and read. I mean, I guess I kind of do. Um, 42, like the entire thing as, as an entire book. Yeah. Arc, you know? Yeah. Um, because I do feel like it's a little bit more enjoyable. Like 57 is a very Piccolo and, and Gohan heavy chapter. Yeah. And you as a... Go and Piccolo. Go on and Piccolo, yeah. fanboy. Yeah, I I gave you like the, I feel like that's how I kind of made you read, got you to read the chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey man, that's some some great Gohan action at fifty seven, and I went back and saw it again, and I'm like, Jesus, man, this is some quality stuff. No, it's great. I I really, you know, the the character that can steal not only steal people's powers and abilities, but like load them up into his brain so that he can turn into that fighter. Yeah. Style-wise. Yeah. Scary stuff, man. And that's the, I thought that was pretty neat and fresh. Like, it's not like boo where he just like, you know, takes on that. Yeah. It's like an old idea recycled with like a new caveat attached to it. Like you can store only three of these powers, but you gotta switch between, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like a new twist on an old take. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know how many new, unique styles of fighters they can create, but this was at least, I think, a a new alternative or a different idea. Yeah. And not only that, but I like a lot of the uh, scenes that revolve around characters who are like the galactic uh, criminals or whatever who escape from jail. Like, they're just kind of run of the mill guys, but like, you get to see a heavy focus on one of those run of the mill guys who now has the opportunity to rub elbows with Moro and get yeah. a little bit of Moro's juice in Sagambo. Or even the fact that, like, you know, the old Z fighters are, are still, you know, important. You know, Tien and, and Chaozu, Yamcha. Like, and they're actually kicking butt. They're, like, they're doing pretty good. Well, that's one of my favorite things about 57 is that it is very Piccolo Gohan heavy, but some of the other characters get some shine as well. Um, Yeah. I I think the one thing in 57 that I wanted to point out to you. Sure. Because 56, you and I reviewed 57. I did with Jimmy. That's always a fucking uh, crapshoot. But in 57, they point out it's when Master Roshi's fighting those ladies. And yeah, Krillin goes to a system for a second, and Krillin calls out the uh, the tournament of power nonsense of like, "Hey, what's up, man? You accessed uh, some yeah, ultra yeah, yeah. instinct like fighting patterns when you were fighting those lady or fighting Jiren rather. Why can't you yeah. use it to fight these ladies right now?" And Toyotaro takes the opportunity to sort of not only like revert back to like. I'm a fucking pervert trope yeah, for Roshi, yeah, yeah. which is annoying in and of itself, but 
take something that I personally didn't like about the Tournament of Power. I I mean, I thought it was an interesting way to try to go about it. I just it didn't really check out with me. Yeah. Um, but to take that moment to be like, oh, you know, I didn't, I don't have a pure heart because you know, ladies give me boners, and that's why I can't yeah. get Ultra Instinct. I just, I didn't really. Ugh. It's one thing that that genuinely bothered me out fifty seven. But yeah. I do, uh, like you said, appreciate the fact that the uh, the love and the attention is spread out amongst the cast. Uh, yeah, Chiaotu even gets some um, some opportunity to he he gets some a kill in with the robot. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like that's that's cool because it's not just like, oh, you know, here's Piccolo. He's gonna get his ass whooped. Vegeta's gonna save the day. Goku's gonna save the day. They're taking the time to like give the little guys a little what up. So 57, Sagambo gets this power from Moro, and we're going to see Gohan and Piccolo step up to a fraction of Moro's power with this intergalactic criminal as the vessel. All right, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the play here. Then the androids yeah. show up, 17 and 18, and even the four of them, and I think Krillin combined, I, remember, I have this shot in my mind of like five people collectively trying to stop him in his tracks. It's at least the four, yeah. Yeah, and... uh all right, the point's gotten across. Uh, Gohan and Piccolo and the androids, the four of them not being able to combine to be able to fight even a fraction of Moro's power. Yeah. All right, I get it. You've made your point. It's time for the big guns. And uh, in in the reverse of typical Dragon Ball fashion, uh, they reverse it. It's not um, Vegeta to be the next guy up uh, to, to fight yeah. the big bad and Goku to swoop in for the eventual W. Goku's on the scene first before Vegeta is. Yeah. Really, no mention of Vegeta. We don't see Vegeta. I don't think in either chapter. Maybe we see a little bit of Vegeta at the beginning of 57, but I could be wrong. There's maybe one Yardrat picture, and that's it. Yeah, really not much mention of him. But the question with Vegeta is, not only is he not at the forefront of everybody's mind right now, because you know everyone thinks Goku's going to be the one who, after his training with Miris, he's going to be the one to show up and save the day. So everyone's money's yeah. on Goku. We haven't seen Vegeta in almost two full chapters we don't really have a clear line of sight as to what the technique is going to be that he's going to learn to be able to defeat moro from the yardrats we do, we know from the yardrats what the fuck did that sound like um we do I, we were talking about it before we hit record we do imagine that he'll have to learn instant transmission to be able to get back to earth um, yeah in time to be able to do anything with this new technique like he's got to get their stat and i'm sure he'll show up in a real dramatic vegeta fashion like um, a la Return of Cooler when he yeah, shows up and Moro kicks in the Metacooler or uh, fucking the Harutagarn movie where he shows up and yells at Harutagarn about blowing up his house about how he's just tired and wants to come home after a training mission and wants to you know relax in his house and Harutagarn yeah. fucked that up because he stepped on it well, and he also in one of the early chapters said you know to Goku oh when we start wishing shit back we, we gotta make sure that the Namekians are taken care of first like He's developed a soft spot for the Namekians, even though, you know, he wrecked a majority of them. Very good catch, Brandon. But I'm sure if you or me were to push Vegeta on that, he'd say, listen, dickhead, I just want to make sure that we have a second set of Dragon Balls around just in case anything yeah. bad goes down. And then he'd <laughs> smack us in the face and say, I don't know. He was getting mushy in those early chapters. Yeah, he is a little sentimental these days. But we have really no line of sight as to what kind of technique that he's going to come back with. But I do imagine yeah. he'll have to learn instant transmission. He'll have a dope-ass line being like, what's up, Kakarot, you dummy? Yeah, you're right. What took you so long on learning instant transmission to get back from Earth the last time? 
yeah, yeah. those Gardradians did not speak. They started speaking very highly of you till they got a glimpse of me, baby. Like It'd I can't, so... I can't wait for that smack talk to happen. So it would be so great if they did like when Goku shows up in his Yardrat clothes. Vegeta, look at those clothes. Like it'd be so hot. Where'd you get that. those clothes? Yeah, where'd you get those? Oh no, he said that to Piccolo. Oh yeah. shit, I messed up. Well, and this time Vegeta's response could be something to the instead of Piccolo's line of like, "I got them from your wife or whatever." Yeah, I got them your wife your, gave them to me from your closet. Um, <laughs> Vegeta could be like, "Yeah, um, those dumb aliens you're friends with." <laughs> Vegeta will be a lot more um, comedic about it, I'm sure. So oh, I love it. This is the thing. Um, Goku shows up first. We don't know what Vegeta is going to show up with. Obviously, that's going to be the big surprise. Or even when Vegeta is going to show up. And that has everybody wondering. Even before this chapter came out, like obviously at the end of 57, Goku shows up and everyone's like, oh my God, Goku's here first. This is crazy. And that's when the theorizing began. Like, oh my God, does this mean Vegeta is going to show up at the 11th hour? Is he finally going to get the W? Yeah. And then I read, and I and I was totally on board with that line of thinking, and and putting yeah. out my own little weirdo fanfics in my brain. I was so pumped. And then Fifty Eight came out, and I read it, and I was like, Oh no, oh no, oh, they're about on. to do my boy so dirty. And I really, 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 really hope I'm wrong on this. How's it gonna play out? So at the end of the chapter, Moro gives. Energy to Sakambo for the first time versus Gohan v Piccolo. Goku shows up and gives him an invisible ass whooping, by the way, yeah. which I yeah. think is very interesting. Um, Piccolo and Gohan can't even keep track of where they are yeah. in the field. The only, only person Jocko can is Jocko. Yeah. It's like they've kind of gone out of their way to be like, all right, this is how Jocko's going to serve his purpose now. He's going to be the commentator for this entire thing. Um, but Goku's pretty confident in this chapter when he shows up and yep. i always appreciate overconfident goku um but i think he's still very aware of um what moral's capable of but yeah this leads to moral given sagambo energy a second and then eventually a third time a lethal overdose before the third time happens goku actually kind of does like a really little underhanded thing and like tries to teleport behind Moro and like take a swipe at him, and Moro just yeah blocks it like no yeah. questions asked. Yeah, like, yeah not yeah. today, boy. Gives more energy to Sagambo. He's like, dude, your boy's about to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sure enough, explodes. <laughs> See you later, Sagambo. You had a stupid name <laughs> anyway. I don't even enjoy saying it. Sagam, bye bye. That's not a very good one. I should cut that. Sagambo gigante. What the fuck does that mean? Big Sagambo. Okay. Um, so Goku um sort of alludes to well, I like that Goku kind of stops and asks, like, he's your friend, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And more is like, nah, he's my crony, man. He like works for me. It's my just like cranberry. Yeah. Except what? Cranberry was the dude in Freezer's army. That breaks out of jail and pilots Moro's ship in the early chapters. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Wow. And then after he kills all the Namekians and he gets the last Dragon Ball, he See, Moro does him in. This is why I'm glad you went back and read those early chapters because I haven't read those I did chapters my since they came out, probably. Isn't <laughs> it December so, of 2018? Isn't it so hard to believe that? We've yeah. got what now? A full 16 months? Is that right? 
12, 15, yeah. Yeah, 16 is April, yeah. Yeah, so a full 16 chapters of Dragon Ball Super now as like a sort of runway for the return of the, of the anime. And... The anime, and still no announcement. I realize Corona might dick that up even further than it's already been dicked. And it wasn't dicked by any kind of YouTube announcements uh, by some kind I was of gonna say, yeah, content if, creators, in case that that's what you were thinking I was alluding to. Definitely it, wasn't no, that. If there's, if there's stuff in the works, man, it's like here's what I'm thinking. Star Wars secret. Here's what I'm thinking. Like 16 chapters, you could easily look at the majority of those 16 chapters and, and divvy them up into probably two, maybe three episodes in some cases. That's what I'm afraid of. And I think that they just want to give themselves enough of a story buffer. I don't know, man. I can't wait for it to return. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Unless they're using the Moro arc to like close out the series and be like, and that's how Moro killed the planet Earth, and that's the end of Son Goku. Unless like that one percent chance (laughs) comes to fruition. I mean, maybe he pops up in the the couple uh, pages, um, or the couple chapters I've read. But where's Xenosama? Yeah, it's a good point, too. We really haven't seen or heard from Zeno much in this chapter. We have heard from the Grand Priest uh, in yeah. terms of Miris and, and uh, Weiss and all that and that relationship. Yeah. But And, I mean, we, we saw Weiss and Beerus, you know, just about as, as Namek's about to, like, blow up. And Beerus is, like, having a, a fishing contest with a, a fish. <laughs> Oh, wow, man. Um, so you definitely need to read 50 through 55 or whatever, because yeah. that's the most of the story that focuses on Miris and what his role is, which I kind of already blew up for you in terms of spoilers. That's okay. Um, I'll probably finish it tonight before I go to bed. Yeah, basically, if not tomorrow. he's an angel attended in training. Uh, Weiss's little, like, de facto little brother, you know? I think that's how he refers to him. Yeah. And after he trains with Goku in the Room of Spirit and Time, that it's not quite the Room of Spirit and Time, but whatever. Um, the the angel version. Whatever the fuck it is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We shows up and he's like, hey, what the fuck? This isn't neutral. You're awfully you're trending awfully close to good. You might want to cut that out. Yeah. Also, this haircut is was your choice and you look <laughs> ridiculous. Um so you need to read Business 50, in the front, party in the back. My point is they focus such a big chunk of this chapter, like I feel like they have to come back around and be involved somehow in the resolution. I'd hope yeah. like Miris's yeah. only role can't be, Oh, you showed up and trained with Goku for half a chapter off screen. I mean, mostly <laughs> like, and if you think about it, resurrection F and at least, um, the, the black, black Goku saga, you know, we, and, and Beerus kind of intervene. Yeah. We had to have godly interference to be able to resolve it. Yeah. I'd like for so. that to not have to happen, but angelly yeah. or angelly and angel in training interference. Like that's A-I-T. not quite the same, but whatever. There's been so many things recycled um, through, I think tastefully um, in this arc, but Toyotaro is done or borrowed from a lot of early Dragon Ball and getting this thing done. Yeah. Including yeah. having the Namekians involved. I, I could make a whole thing about that. I won't do it off the top of my head because I'm like a, a jerk but maybe after i reread manga or something but another episode one of these days we could talk about is when was the last time finding the dragon balls was like the focus you're right it's been a minute yeah i want to say just off the top of my head the namekian you know frieza saga was like the last time it was a big deal 
Well, they use the Namekian Dragon Balls, I think, on the Boo Saga to wish everybody back on Earth, right? But I, I'm not talking about, like, using them. Oh, you mean, like, in terms of, like, an actual piece of the plot. Got it, got like, it, Like, what, what Dragon Ball's core story was about. Yeah. Finding the Dragon Balls. Yeah, but it does recycle the plot device of, you know, villains looking for the Dragon Balls for this reason. Um, oh, yeah. Whatever, whatever. I'm not bashing on it for that. This is my fear, okay? And we're kind of nearing the end of this manga chapter and, and kind of getting close to the end of this episode here, uh, this podcast here. Um, here's my fear, all right? Going into 58, I was of the opinion, okay, this is Vegeta's time to shine. Yep. But there are elements, again, there are a lot of things that Toritaro has borrowed from previous Dragon Ball. What's bothered me about it is he, has, for whatever reason, has chosen to borrow quite a bit from Resurrection of F, Katsu no F, Arguably yeah. one of the lowest points in Dragon Ball Super's uh, history, which, you know, is only a few years old. So why are you going back to the... Yeah. Why are you going back to that so quickly? W- whatever. Without getting too far into that, there was a moment in Fukatsu no where you're like, yo, not only is Vegeta going to get the win here, but it makes sense for Vegeta to get the win here. Yeah. I feel like they're setting us up for a similar kind of moment with how they end Chapter 58 today. So... Moro and Goku square up. Moro's yep. like, yo, why don't you show me some of that stuff? I can smell that shit on you or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Goku immediately, alluding to Mac's e- uh, voicemail that kicked off the entire episode here, um, alluding to his message that he immediately taps into UI Omen or Sign. Yep. Um, the uh, first version of Ultra Instinct. So no silver hair. It's actually the form that if they'd kept that as like the form's uh, ultimate design, I'd have been fine with it. I like it a lot more than the silver hair one. Like, yeah, no contest. But he taps into it immediately at will. And you're like, oh, no. Okay. So it's not perfected, but it's something. But he hit but it at will. It's controlled. Exactly. Now what's going to happen? I, I uh, Like, a part, I'm torn a little bit because a part of me likes that they're incorporating this design and this uh, transformation, however you want to classify it. I'm just happy to see the design. I like it aesthetically pleasing to me. It's like taking a base form Goku and like dressing it up in a way where it's like, you can tell that he's more powerful, but he still basically looks like base form Goku. That's what I like about it. Kind of like SS red. It's being used more in the, the manga. Yeah. Well, not even that. Um, just the fact that there's like no, crazy transformation that's marked by like a different hair design or a different hair color yeah you know like there's a blue aura to it and there's a difference in the eyes with the silver eyes but that's it so kind of like mystic gohan then yeah kind of sort of um but my here's my fear now is now that that's a thing that goku's come to the table with prepared right yeah and we know that vegeta has yet to enter the battlefield Goku's I gonna, and we know that Goku has yet still to be able to achieve a perfected. Well, actually, I should say we don't know it for a fact that he's like not able to achieve a perfected Ultra Instinct. We're going with the assumption that he is unable to achieve it. Otherwise, you think he would have just transformed into it immediately, right? Yeah, maybe not knowing our Goku, but you know, whatever. He goes to Omen, so we have the assumption that he's eventually going to be able to or going to have to go up to the perfected Ultra Instinct. Here's how I think it'll play out. Goku steps to Moro right now at the end of 58, going into 59 with this UI Omen. Yep. 
puts on a great defensive display. Morrow can't lay a finger on him. Eventually, Morrow kind of figures it out. He himself, I would argue, probably borders on the line of a god of some type, considering that he consumes entire planets. Yeah. Maybe he, too, is able to access some kind of form of the Ultra Instinct thing or some level to be able to let him to hit Goku, and Goku starts to get his ass whooped, okay? Yep. At which point, Vegeta shows up, makes the tremendously heroic save that we talked about earlier. Yep. Vegeta gets his shine on, whoops him ass with the new things that he's learned from the Yard Rats, and then... I don't know. Moro maybe overcomes that as well. And then Goku Moro taps in. Moro reaches power, yeah. And then Goku taps into the perfected Ultra Instinct, comes in and saves the day again, and our boy Vegeta gets another cock tease. That yeah. is Vegeta what I'm fearful of. Vegeta gets seriously wrecked, and that's what helps put Goku into perfect form. That's, that's, that's honestly what I think is going to happen, and I'm pissed that they've set it up this way. Every fucking time. But it's almost a guarantee to me. Bummer. Yeah. That's a major bummer. Anything that you do want to see before this arc wraps up, maybe? that I mean, you've read so much more of the manga today than I've yeah. read in the last six months. Six so. months. I might even go back into Tournament of Power. It's, if I'm it's Tournament of Power is done differently, but some some things I like more, some things I like a lot less. But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to compare them. Like I said, dude, Dragon Ball Super is a very interesting time in Dragon Ball and that there was no manga preceding it. Yeah. Like the, the TV staff was free balling it in terms of stories a lot of the yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. You know, with some minor story suggestions. It's, it's and, reversed positions. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that was an untenable thing for them to be able to keep up with. Yeah. So the only suggestion was to end the series and let the manga get 40, 50, 60, 80, I don't know, however many episodes, 100 episodes yeah. worth of material ahead. So 16 chapters, let's say we subdivide that by three. What's that? 30 uh three times 16 48? uh it's like 5.1 5.3 something like that yeah three times 16 wait what oh, did three I say? times 16 i i thought you sorry yeah if it's 16 sorry. chapters three episodes each roughly that's 48 right yeah yeah something around there yeah i'm pretty sure it's 48 so um 48 uh, is just about a year worth of time i don't know you, I feel like when it does come back, it'll have to be the thing that comes back in a seasonal kind of style. It can't be 52 episodes a year. Yeah. But we're getting there, folks. I mean, we're, it's yet to see um, how coronavirus may or may not impact. I know that Japan as a country uh, seemingly is doing, not that they actually had a pretty poor initial response to the virus, yeah. but they, they quickly stepped up. Yeah. They, they got their act together pretty quickly. Um, I know in America, comic book companies are starting to send out the pencils down emails to comic book artists and stuff, which is, it's fucking heartbreaking. My point in mentioning that is I don't think Dragon Ball's at least manga production is going to be slowed at all by this. I don't imagine the anime schedule, if and when it gets started would be slowed or delayed. Yeah. I think it's soon guys. I mean, Tokyo Olympics are getting Cancel or move to 2021. They're so moved to 2021. Yeah. Maybe we get a January start. I don't know. I'd love a January start at this point. Or even just a sliver of information. I just that... want an announcement. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't care if they yeah. say we'll be back in 24 months. I just want to yeah. tell you that. Yeah. It's, it's a sign of hope, something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, you know, I get it. 
it's it's frustrating. But uh, in the meantime, it seems like we've got a handful of chapters still until the moral arc reaches its finale. I would guess at least like five or six. Vegeta, like I said, Goku yeah, needs to get his ass whooped next chapter. Vegeta needs to save him. Maybe the chapter after that, after it'll an it'll probably take us to the fall of the year. Hopefully, yeah, I could see it very. I could see it again wrapping. Like we we know that it started in December 2018, as you said at yeah. the top. I could see it wrapping by December 2020, very easily. Yeah. Huh. All right, man. Well, this is the manga chapter. Um, in case you guys didn't know, we're recording this on Friday, uh, April the third. Tomorrow is Brandon's birthday. It is indeed. Happy birthday, Brandon! <laughs> Thanks. How, how old are you gonna be? Like fifty-eight? Uh, sixty-two. Sixty-two. Finally, start collecting on Social Security. I hope so. I think they bumped it to 65 a few years back. You might want to double check. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be getting some AARP stuff soon. Hell yeah. I'm surprised you haven't gotten it already. Um, but <laughs> I obviously, I say that to say um, happy birthday. But also, Thank you. we are in order to celebrate, about to talk about a Godzilla movie. Hell yeah. Uh, so this should be up. Hopefully, if all things go well, this will be a nice little weekend treat for y'all in quarantine so you can uh, catch up and have something to listen to on saturday or sunday and uh the godzilla stuff godzilla raids again again because we did record uh a podcast on it a couple of years ago that got lost yeah. uh to the annals of poor sound and, and wires and stuff uh that'll be up early in the week so make sure you check that out if you got to the end here we appreciate you. Make sure you rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places. Uh, ratings on Apple Podcasts mean the world to us. Helps other people find the show. Um, follow us on Instagram at dbsuperdope, Twitter at dbsuperdope1. Send us an email, dbsuperdope at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. Thank you again, Mac, for giving us a call. Uh, and kicking off this episode for us, 401-213-9596. Let us know what you think of the current manga stuff going on for Dragon Ball. Maybe you got some uh, theories or thoughts on My Hero Academia. Maybe you just need somebody to bitch to in the middle of quarantine. I'm really not against getting those voicemails at this point in time right now either. Um, I, I think, listen... The meltdown that I mentioned earlier in the podcast about, I mean, obviously it turned into a Patreon plug because when don't I turn things into Patreon plugs, but thank God I had Brandon to talk to yesterday, man. It helps to talk to your friends and sometimes it helps to just listen to podcasts or music or whatever. So um, if you want to hear um, me in a, in a very annoyed, shitty place uh, in the midst of this quarantine madness um, patreon.com slash dragon ball super dope and that's gonna do it um, how does this show end? it's dragon ball it's uh Brandon remembered the song before I did <laughs>